What's up, guys? Welcome to the year 2020. This is the Conchu Show. We're going to get started off with a big bang, but I wanted to kind of get everybody on the same page. I know I've been missing for a year. My YouTube channel kind of went stale. I've been struggling with this, this internal content creation bubble of mine where I, I just get so stuck in the process that I would get nothing done. And it, it's really been eating at me. I, I pre-plan, I do all these things, and I just want the perfect thing to come out that literally I really didn't release anything and I struggled. I didn't like some of the content I did create because I just, I had to get something out. So what I've decided to do this year for the Conchu Show is basically relaunch what the, what the Conchu Show means. And it's not just gonna be, oh, well, Jeff, Conchu, where are you gonna release? Oh, well, you're just gonna release on YouTube or you're just gonna release on Twitch. No, so what we're gonna do with the Conchu Show, for those of you who are new, this is probably the first time you're hearing it, but uh, obviously we have the YouTube channel. That's gonna be featuring, uh, obviously, what we're talking about now. You're watching this on, on YouTube, possibly some other platforms, but we're gonna do uh, some of the video content there and that's gonna be released to several different platforms, not only YouTube, uh, my Twitch channel, and maybe a few others, but as well, I've decided to say, hey, you know what? Sometimes people just don't have time to just sit in front of a video or, you know, we all have our priorities, right? We want to go out and do something, but hey, maybe we have a little bit of the ear on the drive. So there's also podcasts. And I know that's kind of the, the thing everybody's doing, but I really thought about it. And I was like, you know, why not? I can make it part of my pipeline and allow people to listen to me on the way of doing something where the visuals isn't that important. So this will be available on podcasts as a series as well. So no matter where you go, you can catch up with me while I nerd out. So with that being said, um, obviously we're, we're kicking start a whole new uh, feel to the Contu show. I'm really gonna put in my effort. I'm not gonna worry about the process as much as I am the fun and the enjoyment and the experience and the learning of going a lot down that path. Now, I know that's kind of reckless, especially with how much experience I have and, and whatnot, but I find myself that just the type of person I am, I get too much caught up in the business side of it, the production side of it, and I have fun making that stuff, but I spend so much time doing that that I never actually get to do it. So we're gonna move forward with that. That being said, I know a lot of you are starting off with a fresh new uh, view of the Conscious Show. This is episode one of 2020, and I wanted to just kind of tell people where the Conchu show came from and where where did I get started and, and why did I get started? So without further ado, let's just let's just start that conversation. So obviously YouTube was uh, the center point of a consumer based product. We used to get on there. I mean, I've been on there since at least 2006. Now I think about it. And it was always the place to go find those funny videos from random people on the internet. And you just it didn't feel like you're watching a high produced film somewhere else where it was just a bunch of actors and it was separate from who you were. You got to really reach out and enjoy people just doing stuff with their camera, just having fun, creating a little content. You would find small startup, uh, what would you, I guess you would call them producers or voice actors and they would just make stuff. We'd find animators and whatnot. I, I, a lot of the fun that I've had on YouTube is enjoying the massive growth and creations of a lot of our animators that I watched from the very beginning. We also have all sorts of great broadcasters, I guess I would call them, that, that share the content as they're creating it. And also some really good documentary, informative. I mean, there's so many different places you can go. Of course, we got the memes, the funny videos that you just want to throw up that you wish, you know, you just started sharing with your friends, then it just grew into these multi-million subscriber, you know, accounts. 
And so I was, I, I spent a lot of time as a consumer and I thought, you know, what if I could just start to, to learn to do production? I have a, like a ongoing ADHD type of bucket list, right? So I always have something I'm always trying to improve myself. I was raised with a mentality of just, you know, going to get what you need, working hard for it, and really just keeping those things that you strive for. And I'm always shooting for like a mountain that's higher than Everest. And maybe if I get through that year, I will at least make it halfway up the hill, at least to the base camp, and still have made a lot of progress. So I started off the the board just kind of, you know, really talking to people, enjoying laughing. And I thought, well, what if I what if I started sharing my experiences? Because I've had a lot of great memories, mostly in the privacy of amazing Discord channels, TeamSpeak, Mumble, you know all the names that I'm going to list off, but uh, never got to really share those with the world. And the few times that I have, people, you know, recall back on those every year going, oh, remember that time you did XYZ? So I created a, a YouTube channel finally, and I, I was clumsying around it, but I took it really seriously, and I reached out to YouTube, and they gave me a very big opportunity to start my own streaming or basically game channel business right here on YouTube. Now, with that being said, I, I had a lot of like, okay, you know, I really wanted to learn in this bucket list how to produce content. I wanted to learn how to audio edit. I wanted to learn how to video edit. I wanted to learn how these people do these crazy transitions. I wanted to be, uh, in a some sense, the, the kind of content that you would go visit that, you know, when you played a video game and you sat down on a couch with your friend and you just, you had a bunch of laughs, you got to enjoy each other, rib each other because, you know, you, you screwed up that same jump in Mario or whatever a few thousand times and yet you run through it and you fall down that hole, hole again and laugh at each other. That's the kind of vibe I wanted to bring to my YouTube gaming channel at the time it was called YouTube Gaming. And so I pushed off on that just with the, the mentality back in my mind that whoever walked into my stream, stumbled in, got lost, whatever, would just be my friend sitting next to me on the couch. And so when you hear about uh, a metaphor I use uh, is my community is just that person sitting on the red couch next to me. You know, that that's really how I felt is, is that if there was a figurative red couch and there was a big screen TV in front of us, you'd be the guy I'd pass, you know, the next drink to or pass the controller to if we had the technology at the time and just enjoy ourselves. And so that evolved into early access, very early access, closed beta access to Overwatch, where I was able to create content and have access to some really uh, special moments, stuff that people really had a desire to see. And I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, a lot of people don't know uh, the Overwatch story, but that that's a whole video in itself, kind of humor, but long story short, um, this was the first Blizzard product that I, I really cared about and enjoyed, so I had access to it. I was sharing it, and at that time, that's where uh, the, the community names Mini Maze came from, is I loved and adored playing May. So um, just she was, she was like this quirky female that just was kind of funny, adorable, cute, and it just really had that fun vibe with my community. And so we named the, the community for that time uh, the Mini Maze. And for those of you who know out there, um, obviously a lot of emotes were created based on that and and just a lot of fun was to be had. But as Overwatch kind of went public and obviously the Rockstar streamers out there and the Rockstar content creators were out there, I, I vibed with them for a little while, but a lot of them expanded beyond where my skill set or my talent went. And so they kind of shot out in one direction and I kind of started to fall down the things, and I still, you know, I still streamed. I, I did other games thinking, you know, maybe I just need to be a multi-streamer and not just be focused on the idea 
or the, the, the supposed idea that if you just stick to one thing, then the algorithms all know you as that one thing. And so I, I did that for a while and, and things, you know, were, were a struggle. I was still creating content, trying to discover what my voice actually meant. Like, was I just a personality? Was I someone who provided information? Was I just that guy online you go and kick back and laugh and, and talk with while they streamed? Who was I? Uh, and later down the road, I started kind of um, coming into contact with a lot more esports people. I've been following esports for a long time. Um, but more specifically, uh, I, I had been really kind of into the whispers of competitive Overwatch. I was really passionate into that. And that, like I said, there's a whole story in there, but I don't want to bore your ears <laughs> with all the details of the Overwatch experience. But um, the, it, it came a little further along and PUBG came out and all these esports came along and I had an opportunity to um, merge up with uh, Gale Force Esports and enjoy the opportunity to work with them and their amazing people, amazing team, and one hell of awesome uh, players. And I started as a stream team manager and kind of uh, kind of worked or weaseled or just helped. I don't know what you want to call that weird transition. I think it was more or less helped as, as a co-manager for the PUBG Esports uh, team on on there and really got to understand more expansion of esports because if there was one something that's really cool when you're when you're watching esports you always oh, I wish I could get involved I wish I could understand and there was a lot of growth that I had in that that amount of time that I, I did esports and so um, during that time though there was a, a weird break where people were like it almost seemed like I turned my back on the community and there were some comments made kind of in the sidelines and the shadows a bit about why did you stop suddenly streaming on YouTube gaming and you moved over to Twitch and this is that that time that people noted I, I, I was moving to Twitch. And a lot of the conflict was some of the challenges with streaming just were falling behind with YouTube gaming. And the other part was actually that uh, at the time the esports team was uh, very generously sponsored by uh, Twitch. So it would be really awkward if the stream team manager for the teams uh, was dedicated YouTube gaming streamer and, and didn't stream on Twitch. So I, I made that shift over um, and I provided a lot of help where I could. Hopefully it was enough. I, I, I mean, only those people who I helped would know. But long story short, um, there was a lot that went on there. And then I moved on to just kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I, I started going from streaming to like, okay, I, streaming's hard to keep up with. I had a busy life. I had a few other growing bucket list items like growing my career. Uh, what else would I say? I was also growing like what I wanted to be professionally as part of YouTube. So I moved within that time period saying, I don't wanna just throw videos out there. I wanna create those golden content pieces. The best example I can give is Marquez Brownlee where he has really enriched content that, you know, he doesn't release a lot of, but, well, actually he does, but I, I wanted to have really good, meaningful, shareable content. And so I started looking at producing some of that, but I found myself really kind of lost not in the content production, but being valuable and, and producing content that where I was part of the the person speaking, I didn't just feel the passion. And it kind of, I, I felt like it really reflected in the content I created. So I felt that like a massive failure had occurred there because there was a lot to me who I felt that I could offer the channel um, as far as content creation, but I just was not hitting the marker. And I don't know if that was perfection in me or, or whatnot, but then, we kind of, obviously I'm moving timelines around it all over the place, but just so you can kind of get up to today and without us taking an hour long special for that, 
Uh, we kind of come to today where I, I spent a lot of that time like really digging into what does that mean? A am I am I a vlogger? Maybe I should go vlog. Well, I don't really want to use my YouTube channel as a vlogging platform if it's really popular for Overwatch and people want to watch Overwatch, they want to watch me content. And then I learned, well, maybe people want to learn a little bit more about me. And then I started looking at, oh, well, there's this new platform for like YouTube and whatnot where you could create these short little vlogs, like kind of like Snapchat does. I was like, oh, that's amazing, but you need a certain number of viewers or I guess not viewers, but subscribers or whatever you want to call them. Uh, and I just didn't meet that marker. So I, I kind of was like, okay, well, maybe I should create some video. And I did a bunch of video. Like I have a lot of B-roll and, and content I created that you've never seen just because after putting it together and looking at it, I was just like, this doesn't feel like the meat. So that that those videos sit on a network storage drive that never seen the light of day. And so um, now we're, we're at the point where I'm just like, you know what? I, I recognize that I did the footwork, I was not confident, and I got stuck in my own head about the process more than the journey itself. So uh, here I am, uh, that's the whole story. I know it, it kind of felt like it was rambling, but I wanted this first episode to really say, hello, here's what's been going on, here's what's happened, uh, here's the story, kind of a little bit of a, a bring everybody together, whether you're new to the channel, whether you're old to the channel, where you're just coming back to see where the hell has Conchu been this is it. This is this is all the content. So where do we go from here? Uh, what it looks like we're going to go from here is, like I said, I'm going to be launching on podcasts. I'll give you guys more details as I do that. Um, we'll be creating these videos and releasing them onto multiple places. So no matter where you go, no matter where you're passionate about following me, uh, follow me on all the locations or just follow me on one specific that you like to enjoy me on. But please, um, if you feel like this content may have potential, wake up some of your friends and say, hey, look, this guy was pretty cool back in the day. Uh, looks like he might be doing some fun stuff. Um, obviously, I've been wanting to create a separate Tesla channel, but I felt like, why would I create a separate channel when I have a good channel right here? And so I've, I kind of like poked and prodded at some Tesla testing, live streaming even from a Tesla, which I could do, but it just it felt like there wasn't content there. It was just me throwing up a camera. So uh, again, I got stuck in the process there. But moving forward, yes, I have the Tesla content. I go to Disney a lot. I go do different things. I always have passionate ideas. So what I've kind of decided, the summary to close all this up is the future of Conchu or the Conchu show is more or less, this is where we're gonna go together to nerd out. Whether that's over Overwatch or gaming or maybe a surprise stream or maybe it's a stupid meme, it's gonna be us nerding out together. Now, if you like this, please go and, you know, whatever methodology that this is posted on, show some appreciation, either like it, uh, leave a comment. Of course, I, I always appreciate constructive criticism, <laughs> but either way, guys, thank you for listening, and I hope we have a great year. Bye.